So, fiddle me this. It's been said that baseball is America's favorite pastime, and that it's tough to argue. Baseball should hold a place in the heart of every American. So should fiddling. Since its arrival on this side of the pond, fiddle music has been passed down mother to son, friend to foe, south to north, east to west, and every nook and cranny along the way. Tunes take on new meanings, new names, new feels from person to person. Shaped by local community and purpose and region, fiddle music truly captures the spirit of a people. Across America, we can hear this tradition. I'm JT, and these are some of today's fiddlers playing their tunes and sharing tales. Welcome to Fiddle Me This. That gal before she leaves Leaving on that train Headed out of town Her blue eyes and her brown hair She's the sweetest thing you ever did meet I could take her for my own back In Boston town Hello everyone, this is Fiddlin' Doug Fleener You may have heard me here On Fiddle Me This before Today, we get the honor Of listening to our very own J.T. Trawick Normally known as world-renowned guitar accompanist. He'll be playing some tunes passed down from his grandfather and then to his father and then to him. So you'll be hearing some classic fiddling here today. Some real old time, genuine, traditional music. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to uh, Fiddle Me This. This is uh, producer Liam Flanagan. We're doing a special uh, edition of Fiddle Me This today in which our host, JT will be the man in the hot seat, the the guy getting the interview, you know? The seat's getting really hot already. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, so uh, I'm going to start the show as JT likes to, to start his sh- uh, when he does the show, and uh, that's a uh, place of tune. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You wasn't kidding. This is a hot seat.
boy. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. What was the name of that song? That's called Polk County Breakdown. I learned that from uh, my buddy Pete Howard. How old's that tune, you think? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know where that tune originally comes from. I know they play it for dances in northwest Arkansas and southern Missouri and whatnot. And uh, it's played a little bit in Texas. Matt Hart's recorded it uh, back in the 90s with uh, Royce and Ray Franklin and put it on an album. And I know a lot of people learned it from that, too. So Awesome. It's a nice little tune. Who you got in there with you, JT? Well, I got a couple guitar players uh, with me. I got Vi over here on my left, and I got Doug. Phil and Doug on my right. Phil and Doug Fleener, a guest of the show. A guest of the show. Yes, indeed. Yep. Happy to be on here to support you. Yeah, man. I'm stoked to have y'all here, too. <laughs> I couldn't do this without y'all. So tell us a little bit a uh, little bit about yourself there, JT. Like, uh, like, tell us about your family and your upbringing. Like, uh, I think that has a lot to do with your love of the fiddle, yes? Sure, yeah. Well, my grandpa is my biggest influence musically, uh, and he's the reason I, uh, I do all this stuff. I didn't get to know him very well, though. He passed when I was probably about eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he played fiddle. And uh, then, of course, I learned to, the whole reason I started playing was to back up my dad, play at fiddle contests or whatever, weddings. You would play guitar for your dad? Or yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And that's how I learned. I just wanted to hang out with him a little bit more. And, uh, well, now here I am halfway across the country. <laughs> so yeah, uh, what was what what was your father's name like? What and he is he a pretty famous fiddler? Or? No, uh, no, well he was famous to me in that you know he was the one I heard playing growing up. You know, right. uh, but uh, he's his name is Tim, my dad, and then his his dad uh, was Kay Kay oh. Trawick. That's my grandpa, and uh, he was married to Vita Joe. Well, do you remember? Do you know, do you have any tunes? Any family tunes that you want to? Well, that, sure. That you uh, I learned uh, my dad uh, or my aunt, I think, maybe sent a recording of some of uh, that my grandpa had recorded uh, probably when he was, I don't know, it was a long time ago, and it had his mom talking in it and telling about riding a riding a train from Kentucky, where they lived at the time, to Arkansas. So they migrated from Kentucky. That's where you're from, Doug. Mm-hmm. They, they they migrated from your country Just to my to country. You, Doug, that's where you're from. That's where yeah. you're from. <laughs> anyway, he he played some tunes on there, and he played this one on there, and I kind of learned it and did some of my own stuff with it. Maybe I'll do it solo because that's kind of how he did it. So I'll do this one without backup. All right. tune called 
Uh, I believe that's called the 8th of January. 8th of January. That's how he done it anyway. I don't know what he called it. But. So, aside from the family connection, what do you think? Uh, what What do you think attracts you to the fiddle and to fiddling music and and the, the fiddling community? Uh, well, that's I, I don't. You know, I, originally I played, started playing to get close to my dad because I wasn't hanging out with him as much. He's played catch with him, you know. But um, and then I just I started meeting some people and just getting ate up with it, you know. Uh, there were some fiddle contests and festivals around where I grew up and uh, some pretty dang good fiddle players uh, that a uh, lot famous, a lot more famous than my dad or my grandpa were, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, played played professionally, some of them, but all of them just ate up with fiddle tunes and fiddle music around that part of the country. It's uh, it's an interesting mix, of, and there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff and... Uh, you know, I met guys like Timmy Crouch and Junior Marriott, and they really set me down and showed me, you know, I'd just be the last guitar player standing, you know, and they didn't have no option but to tell me how they wanted it played. And I learned a lot that way. Yeah. You know, it just cause, and I just wanted to sit there and do it, you know. Wasn't too many people wanted to sit there and play rhythm guitar all day long, but... Uh, but you did. I did, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I guess, I guess maybe... You know, I felt connected to my grandpa somehow because he played, and I always wanted to. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe when I was younger, if I started playing fiddle, I don't know. You, you would, you'd be one of the great ones, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how long, how long have you have you been playing the fiddle? Oh, I've been playing it, picking it up off and on over the years, but um, I don't know. I've just found a lot of. Uh, a lot of enjoyment out of playing it through this whole uh, COVID time, you know. Um, I found this fiddle uh, just around the corner here off of um, 48th, and um, my my buddy Mike Kirkendall, who you know, mm-hmm. uh, he found, he had, he owned this fiddle for a long time, and it was given to him by his neighbor. Huh. And um, and it sat here in Portland just, just a couple blocks down the road for a long time, and... Uh, so I went over there and got this from him a couple months ago, and I've been playing it ever since. He told me to get the music out of it, so that's what I'm trying to do. Nice. And you're are you writing stuff on it? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any uh, stuff that you've written that you want to play? Sure. Uh, well, we played. Uh, we'll we'll do that. We'll try this, John and Annie's. <laughs> Thank you. 
John and Annie's tomb. Uh, what? Why is it? Why is it? Uh, do you, is there a reason it's called John and Annie's tomb? Well, we've been doing this podcast, and um, John and Annie were guests on it, and I've known them for several years since I moved out here, and um, uh, well, since I've been sitting around playing this fiddle during COVID, I happen to be tuned in on one of their live streams on Facebook that they do every every week, I guess, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, something in there, I don't know, a lick she played or something uh, kind of got going around in my head, and I had that fiddle, and, I, and the rest of it kind of fell out. Yeah. And um, and then it was super cool because they got to be guests on the show after that, and that was before our, they'd even, uh, we'd, we'd confirmed a date or made sure that they were going to be able to do it, but um, then they were able to do it, and I got to play it for them, and that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. That was a lot of fun. So you're the uh, the uh, the logo for Fiddle Me This has a, a fiddling Sasquatch, and uh, was wondering if we found that Sasquatch, what kind of tunes do you think he'd play? I think that's a great question. <laughs> um, I, I bet he he's probably the best fiddle player anybody's never heard. You know, mm-hmm. best Sasquatch fiddle player <laughs> by far. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, um, it probably sounds something like uh, like this here. Yeah, I like it. Experimental fiddle. Except maybe a little bit better. It's the best one we never heard. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to hear the rest of that one either. I got these headphones on this thing. That don't sound so bad. No. We could try this uh, other tune. Uh, it's called uh, Whomping on a J String. Yeah. I thought it was called something else. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me laugh. Just play this one straight. You can throw that quick D or just a run in around the back, but uh, don't don't run through the four like we normally do, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Just just hard driving uh, dance sort of thing.
Fiddle Me This was funded in part by Bubbaville, a nonprofit dedicated to the educational and cultural enrichment of the Portland metro region through traditional music and dance. A staple on the West Coast, the Portland Old Time Gathering has been going for more than 20 years and brings national and regional American traditional musicians together. Go to BubbaGuitar.com for more information. Thanks, Bubbaville, for sponsoring Fiddle Me This. Hi, folks. It's Podland's number one producer, Liam Flanagan, and I just want to let you know about sponsors. If you're a business owner or manager and you are looking for a great way to get your product out there, becoming a podcast sponsor is just that. Podcasts are listened to all over the world. Podland has had visits from places like Kenya, Ireland, Australia, Vietnam, and almost all 50 states. What's up, Alaska? Don't you like podcasts? Anyway, Becoming a podcast sponsor could be the way to give your business the boost it may need. To become a Podland podcast sponsor, contact me, Liam Flanagan, at liam at podland.productions. That's L-I-A-M at podland.productions. I got to go, uh, I got to, go to this uh, camp out right before all the weather and hit right before the fires hit actually went up to Mount Hood up to zigzag and they had this little everybody got together and played a bunch of tunes yeah and they do it every year up there apparently but uh, it was a lot of fun we stayed in a yurt mm. and played tunes some people camped some people slept in their cars Doug stayed home <laughs> but um, but we had a lot of fun and this is a tune uh, I got to jam with a lot of local people and play fiddle and i learned a tune while i was there from them i learned this uh from one of the jams it's called i believe it's called lowry's quadrille
they done this little plucking thing at the end of it, and I still ain't got that part right. <laughs> it's a cool tune. It's fun to play, anyhow. What was the name of it? Lowry's Quadrille or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. Real nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird it's being a quadrille because it's a three-part tune. Mm. But I think it has to do with the name of the dance because back back in the days they used to have a dance called a quadrille or it was a, it was a type of dance. And there was, it's kind of like a square dance, I guess. There's a book on it that my, my buddy Clark Buehling loaned to me a long time ago and I think I've still got it. Maybe I should go back and reference it, but... Uh, I'm still not entirely sure what a quadrille is, but yeah, maybe maybe it's time to <laughs> relearn some of these old American traditions. You should. <laughs> I can square dance all night, though. Have you play? Have, do you play square dances, or have you played square dances? Sure. In the past? Yeah. In fact, uh, um, was able to call a few last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, and the, the square dances are my favorite. I sure love doing square dances. Yeah. Uh, this year, you know, most things have been called off, unfortunately. So, but eager to get back to that. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I remember doing square dancing in in like middle school or something. And mm-hmm. but to this day, I I have this one part from one of the old records. But it was here's Sally, here's Sue, here's the girl who came with you. <laughs> well, I love it. Yeah. Did you ever do it with a live band there in high school, middle oh, school? Oh, no, no. It was, I mean, this was like, yeah, this was, no. There was no live bands yeah. in Chico, California, you know. Chico, that's right. Yeah. They didn't have live bands in Idaho either. Yeah. When I was in there. <laughs> well, I feel like um, a, a, you know, you're not the only person who said that. Uh, in fact, a lot of times I'll get calls from people saying, well, I did it, and they don't know what to expect, you know, but it makes it. It's it's part of a you know if there's a fiddle around, well there's your entertainment you mm-hmm. know now all you gotta do is find somebody who can play it and uh, you go off on a dance you know, uh, and it's uh, you know it's uh, there, there's no reason it I mean it's it's still alive people still do it you know yeah. it's it's a it's a magical thing to have a you know fiddle band that can play a square dance and a collar that can call a dance and uh you know the dances are simple you teach them right before you go you walk everybody through them and then you go to town and uh yeah you you just gotta teach them what a do-si-do is and yeah all that yeah yeah it's it's not that it's not that difficult especially when you get uh there's a lot of good callers around here that can teach them really well teach and they're they're real patient (laughs) well maybe when after all this is you know after after the COVID, I'm gonna get into square dancing. There you go. Yeah, oh, my wife and I are gonna start doing square dancing. Well, come on, I'll take you sometime. We'll go. All right, all right. Um, well, let's see. I did have some other questions. Um, oh yeah, how many fiddlers does it take to screw in a light bulb? Well, I've never personally screwed in a light bulb, so I wouldn't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty close. It's none. Fiddlers <laughs> screw in the woods. All right, here's Woody's rag.
Yeah. Pete Howard, blame him. All right, we'll get him on the horn. <laughs> so music, you know, music affects everybody differently and whatnot. And in these times that we're living in, uh, how do you use mu- music to cope with uh, cope with your everyday with the everyday life? Well, uh, that's a great question. Um, it's just you know when you can tune everything out and just get into the uh, you know and really focus on one note at a time and just it resonates, you know, and uh, this fiddle, it shoots it right up into your head, and it just, there's something about it way more satisfying than being on a phone or playing games on the computer or whatever, just because it, but it but it takes a little bit more effort, and so at first glance, you know, it's like, oh crap, I got to get those things out and tune them, and you know, I got to take them down off the wall or take them out of the case. Seems like it takes a lot of that, but, but once you get past all that, and this thing is kind of the pain in the butt it, the pegs slip mm-hmm. and i don't have fine tenure so but uh but at the end of the day it's always worth it i always feel a lot better when i get it out tune it up and uh just 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 play you know yeah for me anyway mm-hmm. nice yeah i do have to ask because throughout this podcast you've been asking every every guest that we've had who your favorite who their favorite dead fiddler is <laughs> and it did get turned on you but you avoided the question <laughs> so i have to ask that's true who is your favorite dead fiddler my favorite dead fiddle player well it, you know it had to be my grandpa um for sure you know um just uh somehow feels connected to him by getting to do this and uh you know, I'm still. I've still got some recordings. I like to dig in there and try to learn that were his. You know, and he played them a certain way, and I love trying to get to learn them that way and just figure it out. You know, and it's like Doug said, it's healing to just sit around and try to figure it out because it takes a little effort. But then once you get there, the reward is uh, is great. You know. Yeah. It ain't about playing for anybody but yourself. At the end of the day, and it's it's cool when other people resonate and 
are grateful for and you can you get to where you know people enjoy listening to your music and they're like oh that was refreshing can we hear more and that always feels good but at the end of the day it's just you know for me playing for myself that's the best yeah well i think we have time for another tune all right uh let's try this uh Thanks for doing this, JT. What a fun episode. Yeah. We've got to learn a, a little bit more about you. Well. Yeah. I reckon so. Yeah. So, thanks for coming by. Well, <laughs> thanks for having me. This seat's fortunately getting a lot cooler now, so. Yeah, I bet. I'm not sweating as much. <laughs> That's what happens when it comes to the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening in today. We sure had a lot of fun. Thanks to Doug. Thanks to Vi for backing me up on guitars. Thanks to Liam for stepping in and being such a great host. Total Pro, check him out at podlin.productions if you need a podcast. Also, if you're enjoying the show, we're about halfway through. Maybe a little bit more. We're going right up till Christmas, so 
We appreciate you all listening, all the shares and all the reviews we've been getting. Can't do this without you, so uh, thank you so very much. Looking forward to the next one. Catch you all next week. Did something in this episode move you? Leave us a review or comment. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook for more behind-the-scenes content. This has been a Podland production in association with Vita Joe Records and Bubbaville. I'm JT. We'll be back next week with another episode of Fiddle Me This. Thanks for listening. This has been a Podland Productions production. Recorded at Downstairs Studio in Portland, Oregon. For more information on Podland and for more Podland podcasts, go to podland.productions. While you're there, subscribe to the email newsletter for sneak peeks, giveaways, and more. Thanks for listening. Podland Productions. <laughs>